This will be the first episode of Mtois Broadcast. Here we will be discussing all relevant and controversial issues that face this country today. So please, everybody, join me. Okay, I'd like to start off this way. I want to quote the 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. And I'll paraphrase it a little bit because I'm not quoting it word for word. I'm going to paraphrase it. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist in the United States except as a punishment where the party shall have been duly convicted of a crime. Now, let me just repeat that just in case you didn't hear it. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist in the United States except as a punishment where the party shall have been duly convicted of a crime. Now, what does that mean? We're taught uh, all through school, all through grade school and elementary school that the 13th Amendment abolished slavery. Now, I just read the 13th Amendment or just quoted the 13th Amendment. And I want you to think about that. Think about what that just said. And ask yourself, does that abolish slavery? Is that an amendment that abolished slavery? I don't think it is. I think it was just transferred from one place into another. Now, let's keep in mind that the 13th Amendment was ratified into the U.S. Constitution in 1865. Roughly about 30 years later, Department of Corrections was born in this country. And do you want to take a guess, a wild guess, at who's been the majority population in the prison system since its inception? You got it, black people, blacks and browns. So this is just an insidious way, I believe, to make people think that slavery is dead when in fact it's not dead it's alive and well now for me this begs the question if slavery is not dead and it's only transferred into the prison system where the majority population are black and brown skinned people then why do we still have this amendment why do we still have any of these amendments in this constitution why in the world are we still using a colonial document that was written in the 1800s when it was probably around 5 million people in this country? In the year 2020, we have over 300 million people in this country of all different races, ethnicities, religions, and backgrounds. So I propose, and this is just my own thing, I propose that we just tear up that constitution we tear up the Constitution, rewrite a Constitution based on the here and the now, based on what we're doing here and now, things that are relevant to us here and now, not things that were relevant in the 1800s in the opinion of a few racist white guys, because that's who wrote the U.S. Constitution. Those guys owned slaves. They were not being uh, 
authentic, I believe. They were saying all men are created equal and this and that. But how could you possibly believe that if you own slaves? You, you must not be talking about your slave population. You can't be. So this is just my own thing. And I, I know there's a lot of people out there that agree with this. And I know there's some that don't. But I'd be interested to hear all of the opinions, all of the beliefs. And what do you think? When I, when I just quoted the amendment, the 13th amendment, what do you think of that? What does that say to you? What is, does it say anything to you? Let me know. Okay, and we're back. Now, I got a little feedback yesterday about this topic, and I'd just like to share a little bit of it with you. I was told yesterday that uh, you're too extreme. Uh, that's that's just way too extreme of a of a solution. Uh, we don't we can't just rewrite the Constitution. Uh, that Constitution is is a sacred article of the of the United States democracy and blah 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 blah. Okay, I don't agree with that. I don't. But what I do agree with is that we're in extreme times. And I do agree that you use extreme solutions to solve extreme problems. And right now, that is a major problem in my eyes. The U.S. Constitution as a whole, and particularly that 13th Amendment, because it basically legalizes slavery in prisons. So it, it kind of makes you it kind of makes me look at the whole prison system different because what was the what was the, the design and the purpose of the prison system if you were transferring slavery from one point, one part of society to the other? So what was the whole purpose of the prison system? I mean, we're taught, you know, through all these uh, movies and uh, TV shows, Law and Order, and such, such that you know it's uh, it's freedom and and justice, and and we're here to to administer justice and and all this other stuff, and that's the purpose of the criminal justice system and the prisons. Now, it's only obvious to me what what it's for because in prison you you're forced to work and you don't get paid for it. That sounds like slavery to me. You're compelled to work if you want to either get out on time or get out at all. So, and they've been doing that since its inception. The private prison industry is booming. It's booming. And they're, they're putting black and brown bodies in there so fast. It just, it, it boggles the mind. Ruining families, ruining families, just tearing them apart. And people are going to say, oh, well, you know, uh, those people committed crimes and they should be locked up. Okay, well, that may be true. That may be true. But are the sentences that these people getting, are they equal to the crimes that they committed? In most cases, I would say no. I mean, just think about the three strikes law that targeted blacks and browns. Right. The three strikes law in any in any state. 
especially in California, they had the harshest three strikes law in the nation. They were locking people up for life for stealing a slice of pizza. My definition of justice, and this is my own personal definition, would be the ability to impose the same restraints, constrictions, and punishments on yourself that you would impose on somebody else. So by that definition of justice, ain't nobody getting no justice in the courts because there's not a judge up there that would give themselves that kind of time for whatever crime they're convicting you of outside of murder or rape or child molesting or something like that. And even then they probably wouldn't give themselves the time they're going to give you. So, you know, my response is that extremists, they built the prison system and they wrote the U S constitution. The founding uh, fathers of, of America were extremists in the highest sense of the word. <laughs> you know, they didn't, they weren't trying to tolerate anybody or any other ideas, anybody else's rule of law, but their own. And that's just a fact. So we're going to keep on, we're going to keep on, um, we're going to keep on pressing this issue because this is an important issue. And I think a lot of the, the, uh, the problems that we see nowadays right now are just unresolved issues from the first civil war, unresolved issues. Had we totally eliminated that shit back in the day, then we probably wouldn't be going through the things we're going through now because that the, the, the agreement that was obviously made with the federal government, um, with the South, the North and the South, Okay, they made it. Obviously, they made an agreement that you guys can pretty much do what you want with your niggers down there, your blacks, do what you want to with them. Just don't get too out of hand, but you just need to follow the federal law. You need to get this cotton gin in there. You need to stop uh, uh, having blacks pick cotton on your plantations. But in all other things, you know, we're going to just leave it up to you. Which is <laughs> which we see how that worked out. We see how that worked out. And these are the things that people are, are upset about. These are some of the things that people like me are upset about these days. Because these things have been going on for too long. And part of the root cause, I believe, the reason why the criminal justice system feels so bold in putting people in prison the way they do is because it's outlined in their U.S. Constitution, gives them the, gives them the authority to do it, gives them the, the, the authority and everything else that comes along with it. So that's, that's really where we're at right now. And if these issues don't get resolved soon, then what's going to happen? Are we going to have another civil war? Is that where we're headed? It seems that way to me because we're not doing the things that we need to do. We know, we know this constitution is invalid for today's times. It's invalid. It was written in the 1800s people. Come on now, let it go. Let's, let's, let's rewrite it with everybody's contribution. Who's in this society today. Let's get everybody, everybody's input. 
because we have a lot of different people living in this country now. We all want to get along. That's supposedly what we're all saying, that we all want to get along. So if we all want to get along, we need to find some solutions. Um, and one of them, one of the places I think we can start is rewriting the U.S. Constitution. <laughs>